0: Right guys, welcome to CLD Talks. I'm your host, Connor Maxwell. Today I'm joined with Gary Brown from Life Changes Trust, who tells us all about his career, how he got started in CLD, some of the work that he previously done, and also the work that he's currently doing with Life Changes Trust and the future. We also have a wee chat about policy as well, so I hope you guys enjoy. And here's Gary Brown. So, Gary, it would be amazing if you could just tell us a wee bit about yourself and your career
1: in CLD so far. No problem, Connor. Um so I was in my early twenties and pretty unfulfilled. I was waiting tables. I wasn't happy, kind of doing what I was doing. So I went to a, a, a place in Perth that I thought I'd, I thought I thought it was a it would kind of you'd be able to find out a bit of volunteering. So I kind of knocked on the door and went in, and it turned out to be a, a youth inquiry service. And the person in there kind of started to talk to me about what they did and said, "Well, would you want to volunteer here?" So I was, yeah, 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 I didn't know much about youth work or anything like that at that point. So I uh, started volunteering, did that for a about a year, really enjoyed it. A part-time job came up and, and I got that and then I was sort of building up my knowledge and I suppose confidence in, in that field and then um, ended up going to uni to um, do a CLD degree, which was brilliant. So um, then I obviously applied for qualified posts, which, I, which I, I got one straight after uni, um, and then just did various jobs that were all kind of CLD jobs uh, in Perth. Uh, the last one I did was um, corporate parent and youth worker. So that kind of opened my eyes to the kind of lots of stuff in the care experience community. And um, I got really into that job, absolutely loved it. Um, and then a job came up with Life Changes Trust for the National Leadership Network Development Coordinator working with young people with care experience so I thought I'm going to apply for that and I did and I got it so that's that's where I'm just now so what, what I'm involved in is a, a, a legacy project from Life Changes Trust that's a, a five-year initiative so it's a new network will focus on on leadership in all its shapes and forms and um, the the interesting thing, I suppose, is that the network has been kickstarted by Life Changes Trust, but it's going to be taken over by a, a group an, an, a, it's actually going to be a group of hosts who are going to, to host the network for the next five years. And I, I will then go to work with them, me and my colleague Lisa. Um what we've done in in this kind of year, we've started working is Try and get young people to make all the the decisions in the process of this group of hosts coming together. So we managed to do that. We managed to get ten young people on a, as grant assessors on a panel, and two young people as consultants um, who are all paid on short term contracts. So that the consultants are kind of advising me and my colleague Lisa on the work we are doing, and the ten people, the grant assessors are deciding what happens with the future of the network and £1,250,000 as well. So a a big thing for them to do, but they've they've obviously done it brilliantly. So our our network um, will hopefully ideally support lots of individual people on individual journeys uh, over the next five years. And I suppose uh, the 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 thing that's central to that is relationships. So um, hopefully some of the CLD skills I've got are, are coming into play here. So that's obviously relationships with young people, hosts, partners, parents, carers, and the, the, the wider community. But yeah, it's a it's a real CLD approach in in the job I'm doing. So. Um, you know, we're all about supporting people to identify their own individual and collective goals and we're, we're kind of committed to the values of self-determination, inclusion, empowerment, and working collaboratively, things like that. Yeah, that no, sounds amazing, man. So how did, is everything been done online? Um, um, well, i I tell you what's strange, Connor. So I left my job in Perth and Kinross got interviewed for um, the job with Life Changes Trust and then started the job with Life Changes Trust and I've never been away from the laptop really in that whole time. Um, So, yeah, we've done loads, loads of stuff online. So all the work we're doing with the young people has all been online. There's obviously challenges with that, but um, we've kind of just worked, you know, if there's a problem, we'll work our way around it. So, um, and and, and it's, you know, but a way to start obviously kind of going out and about all over Scotland. But um, I think what's been really really impressive i think is that we've went through this whole process that these young people making a decision about a lot of money and a lot of um it's an important decision to make and they've done done that all online and we've done training online with them and you know building relationships with them online so and that's worked really well and i, I don't know if i would have thought that was possible before but it totally is
0: yeah, it's great to see when um, those projects that actually have hit that real success point when it comes to online. Because not everything yeah. was able to adapt into that and then become a success. So I know, from my experience, yeah. we had loads of issues, and it just was we just found it really difficult to really uh, maintain mm-hmm. the online engagement. So that's great that then you've maintained it and it's been able to run as yeah. a success and continue working.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have thought it was possible, but it's. Uh, and it's so strange. You know, you can. I kind of feel like I know a lot of the young people really well, and um, it's really weird. I've not met them. And personally, even my colleagues. You know, the people in Life Changes System working, but Lisa, who I speak to for ages every day, and have like a really intense working relationship. We've only met. Well, we've met three times, but only once was to do the work. So it's a it's a it's a strange world for living. in, but I, I think you can. You know, if you put the effort in, you can you can you can do good things. um You know, you just you need to maybe look at different ways of doing things. And, and, and but I think if you've got that belief in making things happen, it'll be okay. Yeah, definitely. So, why did you um, originally decide on a career in CLD? Well, I think that thing I was saying to you about you know kind of knocking on a door and it ultimately changing my life and you know definitely changing my life's got a lot to do with but um I was definitely you know by the time I was in my early 20s I was like I really want to make a change in some way and I was like I think I've got skills but I didn't really know what my my skills were there's a thing as well about you know none of my family went to to uni a lot none of my sort of really close pals went to uni so there was a whole thing about I'm I'm a worthy of even you know, having the nerve to apply to go to uni. There was a bit of imposter syndrome. So what I did first, I actually applied to do a social work degree first, and I got accepted to do that. And then I got accepted and then went, No, well, if I really think about it, I don't, I don't want to do that. And I actually went away travelling and did a few, bit of volunteering abroad, things like that. And then I came back and then I was like, no, CLDs, more who I am, and I think I could maybe make change. In that field more so and i think that kind of i'm really person-centered and i'm pretty creative and i just thought you yeah, know the cld uh, path is probably more for me and i thought i thought i might be quite good at it and, and there's a thing about being you know as a really under young guy and um, hugely under and anxious and and the, that kind of wee lad still in me quite a lot um but so I think I could relate to, like I did, I really messed up school and I didn't really feel school did, did me much, did me many favours. So when I found myself working in um, a local school in Perth and Kinross and working with young guys, there was a total, you know, thing of like, right, I kind of wish I'd had this and I wish somebody had saw that, you know, it might be beneficial for me to work with somebody. So, um, I, that felt that felt really good to do that. And then, you know, you start doing work and if you if you're getting good feedback, then you're like, right, I can maybe do a bit more take on a bit more responsibility. So uh, on and on it goes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the last um in the last podcast that just actually came out it was a guy, Stuart Moyer that had come on to talk to us. And um we'd spoke quite a bit about school based youth work. And that was his experience. And it's also been part of mine. So how, how mm. did you find working in schools? And if there was like any challenges even within
1: that. The, the school I worked in was amazing. So they pretty much like opened their arms for me to come in. And, you know, I got got to know the the staff team who would be kind of coordinating some of the work I did. And, you know, that relationship's important. So they're like, oh, they, like one of the things that were like, so, you know, I did a bit of DJing, I played the guitar, I did photography. So when they got to know me but a wee bit, there was some young young people that they would be like, "Oh, all right, Gary would probably be be good to to try and work with this this." And it was always guys I worked for, Um you know. So 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 that worked well. So there was there was absolutely no hassle at all. I think. Like well, most things, maybe in my personal and professional life, I was maybe the stumbling block. I was—I remember going into school for the first time. I remember going into and like speaking at an assembly about youth work. I was kind of like, who, who am I? I was the wee boy in school that was kind of unconfident and, and, and scared to kind of say what he thought and da 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 da. So the, 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 it was the imposter syndrome. Um, and but then, uh, but then I kind of quickly realised my, my relationship with the school and my relationship with the young people in the school was great, and uh, you know people were like the young people seemed happy with what I was doing with them, and it just, it just, it just, it was really successful, I think, and uh, yeah, it, it was a great thing to do.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, we we'd my thing with the schools. I loved it. See, once we got started, it was really, really good. Um, and we sort of found that balance because that that was also my first post as well. Um, but the, the work you can do in school based. work work's incredible because you do have that captive definitely. audience. So, and you can yep. see where you can really support people. So it's it's brilliant, man. I think. Um, Having a placement or having a bit of experience actually within the school environments really important for a lot of yep. workers to try and if yep. and to be fair, MD listening to um, if anybody's listening to this and is thinking they were unsure about it, definitely h- have a go at it. There's definitely challenges, um, but it's yep. very rewarding. Really, really good work.
1: For sure. For sure.
0: Um, so then, how did you sort of find um, transitioning from that period from sort of getting into university to then being a worker, full time worker, and getting a um, graduate
1: job? I think it was an interesting process. I think. One of the things I've maybe thought about on reflection, and this is maybe just speaking to people in the CLD world and i meeting loads of people all over Scotland, just now some people with CLD background, and some not, but just talking about stuff. I kind of feel through maybe going from volunteering and uh, paid youth work, I, I, I kind of felt like I didn't know a lot of stuff. You know, there's a lot of self-directed things going on in our kind of world. So, you know, I would be learning about things, but I was like, well, is this should I should have be learning this. Do I know this? What should I know? What should I not know? And that maybe carried on um, until... You know, the whole, you know, when I got towards the end of uni, it was a bit like, right, I kind of feel like I'm, I'm on board with all of this. But then I think it's interesting as well. You know, you, you do your, your your degree and you start working and the, the things that you don't understand or you're not kind of au okay fait with, you're like, oh, wow. I think, like, at uni, there was never any chat about, you know, like, being responsible for, for money and budgeting and, you know, maybe slightly more of the strategic stuff that you end up doing that you, you maybe feel like oh I wish I wish I wish somebody had kind of directed me in that direction so um so I, I think I think I think I definitely the, the 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 money the money side of thing and budgeting because I ended up being responsibility for, for a lot having a responsibility for a lot of money in my last job and I certainly doing this job that I'm having to having to learn about it but then again I really like the position of being in, the, in in jobs where you're like well I, there's loads I don't know and that's what makes it great that you're learning while you're working you you know you if you don't know you ask for support you find that you're maybe your colleagues know loads more than you about things and you know you share learning and all that stuff so um so yeah that's probably probably where I, where I, where I came from just there's quite a lot um I think it was maybe taken for granted that uh, uh, I knew about that uh, maybe I did not Yeah, and
0: do you know that that's actually quite funny? That was my sort of experience as well. That um, I was I worked sessional, then became full time. But sort of that switched to full time. There was a bit of an assumption that um, you sort of knew it was maybe going on just because you were yeah. about. Um, and actually I think I spoke about it actually on this podcast as well to be fair but I think that that was something that I, I'm trying to now make sure that in my work that I'm making sure that people maybe are aware or if they're in that position because that was one of the um, things that I sort of struggled with at the start because people are just yeah. chatting about things and they assume you know and you don't know but then yeah. you don't feel confident to ask either because yeah. you go they think I know so they I know
1: and finding your voice <laughs> in that as well you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh, 100% percent on board by that. I hundred percent agree with you. Uh-huh. Aye, and it's and it's so um
0: so and, and quite a lot of the time as well. It can be just that wee bit odd, to enter. It's and, and you don't want to, you don't want to appear like you're unsure or you're unclear. But um, it's also but important to recognise on this side of things. Um, but that's okay because yeah. if you don't know, just ask. Because they yeah, no, definitely because there's it's no actually a big deal although it may be pressure, but. You're better just asking.
1: Yep, definitely. Definitely.
0: Have you had any like role models in your career or has there been any particular people that you've really looked up to that has maybe helped you or gave you a lot of advice?
1: Yeah, there's, I, I think initially, and maybe why I went in the CRD is that just, you know, through all the jobs you do in your life, whatever it is, you know, I was a brickie to start off when we tables and did all this kind of stuff. But I've probably been, been inspired a lot by people who I didn't rate and who, and maybe people working with people and I went, oh, I actually don't think you're that good at, it. you know, people who are coming from a more punitive kind of way and maybe patronising towards young people and a bit more self-centred instead of person-centred so there's, there's been people that I've, I've not rated that have that, inspired me to go well I think I could actually do that and I think that's been, a, been, a, been a, a big push but I've also I've worked with loads of brilliant people and continue to do so who really really inspire me I think one uh, one person in particular I'd probably mention is, is my last line manager um, and my last job so uh, his name's Brian Hutton. Uh, he works for Perth and Kinross Council, and he's an he's an incredible guy. Uh, I've got like so much time for him, and um, he's kind of got that great mix of being he's like really person centred, um, really thoughtful, and, and really supportive. Um, and he's just like he's, he's 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 great with young people. He's great with staff. Probably the thing that influenced me the most with him, and which is someone I kind of bang the drum about now is authenticity i think there's a lot of um people who aren't authentic in their jobs become their job title become the organization they work for instead of being themselves and being the, the you know the person they naturally are so so brian i just he was he's always been somebody i've really admired he's really funny as well and he kind of um he he says a great line that's been uh, that i think is amazing for like when you look at work and when you look at your personal life too when things get bad he's always his his line is is anybody did and (laughs) the answer like 10 times out of 10 is no and it's like right so how do we make things better and i've really kind of when i start to maybe get stressed out with stuff i kind of think of him and i take that kind of step back um but he he's he's been a, a kind of really influential person over the last few years, and I probably wouldn't be doing what I'm doing with without just his his support. Um, but yeah, uh, there's loads of loads of people I worked with in Perth um, that just there's a lot of strategic people I met um, who I really felt a really good connection with, who I really. You know, people who weren't CLD people, but really were, were understood people. Um, so I've got, got a lot of role models. Uh, Sheena Devlin, who's the executive director and was kind of leading on all the corporate parent and youth work stuff. She's, she's a really fantastic person. Again, really, really authentic and really about trying to make change and trying to do what's best for young folk and really want to hear the voice of young people, which is obviously what my, my job's all about.
0: Yeah, definitely. It's great when you have people like that, that around about you because it just helps everything. It, hel- yep. it helps you personally yep. as a yep. practitioner, and but also fundamentally helps the people that we're working for and trying to support. Yeah. Um. But I yep. love that. I love that line.
1: Um. Is MDD? That's just Aye. Aye. It's so Aye.
0: good and it's.
1: Um, it's, it's so it, right. It's so right. You know, because uh, you just if, if if that hasn't happened, then you know maybe things are bad, but things are not the worst they can be so it just it puts, puts things in perspective so I, I use that in my, my personal life all the time as well. That's yeah good. definitely and, and it's a good way I suppose as well because sometimes you could
0: have a really I suppose an example a, a really bad night at the youth club or whatever it is and you just feel like what am I going to do to get these young people yeah. inside or um, they're not yeah. listening or they're no participating but you know mm-hmm. I ultimately ultimately is MDD'd? no? Let's engage. How how do we sort yes. it? How can we make it there? Brilliant Aye. man. Do you know? See just... my next my next team meeting when the, the staff are are giving me jib about some stuff. That's what I'm just going to say, and I'm just going <laughs> to leave it out there and just see what they say. Right, brilliant, brilliant, <laughs> oh, brilliant man. Do <laughs> you know? I, I'm quite interested in what you'd said about the sort of the people that were just about um. For people that were just maybe a bit more patronising and um, mm. lazy, that how they inspired you. Do you know? I think that mm-hmm. um, it's maybe something that we we maybe don't acknowledge that there is obviously a, there can be staff within the sector that that fits the bill, um, and okay. it's and how then it's i suppose the example and what i suppose i'm I'm really meaning is it's a good way of about how you look at that as inspiration of going well yeah i can't let that be my standard like that's not good enough um i Uh, think that's that's really really important and a really different and interesting way to look at things
1: yeah i think that whole kind of asset based um way of looking at the world is is the only way to look at it you know and it's uh you know, I'm always in my personal life. I'm a professional life. It's like looking for silver linings, and it's like anything situation there is, you can turn the situation around and look at well, that's that. So how do I move on positively from from that? So, um, or, or how can I learn from something I see that I don't, I don't admire or people that I think don't know. But I suppose I think in in the CLD context, probably CLD, CLD, the CLD people I've met have probably been the most passionate. Um, hard worker, definitely the most person-centred human beings I've ever met. So I probably think I'm thinking about people that I, I don't admire. Um, but that's maybe more in other fields um, because I definitely think there's a there's a a strange connection with us all in the CLD world. I think that we're really there's a similarity. I definitely think well, well, you know, by the 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 passion, the, the being really really all about the young person, and and trying to support. It not being about us, not being about, you know, organizational structures or, or anything like that. It's really about right, so how can I get along beside this person and 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 do something, you know, worthwhile. That will probably ultimately benefit me as well, because that kind of relationship with young people always, you know, you learn about yourself and and you know, all that kind of stuff too.
0: Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And I do I think it's it's a I'm gonna have a, wee, a wee beh about that as well myself, I think um, it's definitely an interesting sort of way to look at it. Um mm. So we, we'd sort of spoke just a wee bit about it, about some of the stuff that you've done online and during the pandemic. But um do, is there any, do you want to get into a wee bit more detail about maybe just some of the stuff that you've, that you've done to respond to the pandemic and how things are sort of now
1: um, coming, while we are hopefully coming into a more positive face-to-face way? Aye. Yeah. Well, I suppose I would had that was in that weird situation that when the pandemic pandemic started, I was in my old job, so what I was involved in there was a bit of kind of being being involved, maybe more on the social media side of kind of highlighting um, the, the 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 youth work partnership that was developing in Perth. So that kind of gave that partnership a bit of strength. The pandemic that it was like, well, we're better. The best thing to do here is work together. Well, so I was involved in a bit of that. I was also like for the work I was doing anyway, I was kind of checking in with all the young people, um, you know, making sure folk had enough food, um, you know, the basics, um, you know, trying to, you know, there was obviously people maybe been needing IT, so we were trying to, you know, link into um, things that were happening around uh, IT, IT being provided for people, so yeah, and also just at that time that doing the corporate parent and youth work job you know there was still work that needed to be done or every the young people wanted to do so we tried to do that as, as best we can and then i suppose in this job it's just been a been a really strange thing of there being no relationships because the, the the work i'm involved in is brand new nobody's been doing this the legacy work before obviously that any relationships being built are online so it, that's kind of the the start which has maybe made things a bit easier for us to to to, to, to do because um but that's not come without it. its challenges as well because you know not everybody's got access to to it and and and, and all that so we we', we, we just trying to overcome problems with that but um yeah yeah so I, I suppose I think that the the, the thing that I the me and my colleague Lisa have, have both done and and, and is just try to build relationships online because I suppose we're engaging with people all over Scotland so doing, doing the best we can with that and, and, and seeing you know just yeah just doing the best we can. Yeah definitely definitely and it must have been it must have been quite
0: daunting moving from a post within the pandemic as well. Um,
1: like, take,
0: t- and especially for the knowing that it's online and it's on the computer and not meeting people.
1: Aye. Yep. But what was weird as well, Connor, was I went from like I had a secure job in Perth and Kinross Council to a one year contract with Life Changes Trust. And I'm 52. So I was like, but I kind of thought I'm really up for the challenge of this. And it's ultimately going to all work out fine. But um, I think it was just for for me personally that the pandemic maybe made me stop and think about who I was, where I was, you know, what am I capable of, uh, what am I not capable of so and in the national the, the kind of national around care experience young people was just I, i'd got into that through the the last job and, and starting to, to meet loads of people and i was like and life changes trust as an organization i was like these people are amazing and they feel like my kind of people people i really relate to and if I get this job, which I would, uh, you know, obviously you, you, you just you go for your interview and hope for the best. But when I was offered it, I was like, wow, what an honor to, to work with Life Changes Trust, who are, who are incredible. And I do feel like I am like one of one of one of the people that like the rest of the team in there. So yeah, a weird journey in and, and, and lockdown. But um, it's you know, the ultimately I'm sitting here with feeling like I've got the best job in the world get up every day, can't wait to start work, you know, it's, it's, I'm lucky, so maybe the lock the lockdown in that sense has done me a bit of a favour.
0: Yeah, definitely, man, that's great to hear, that's great to hear how positive it is, and also taking, taking the um, plunge, knowing it was a one-year contract as well, but yeah, but it's that it's that whole thing that you believe in a project. You you believe in the people that are working it in the organisation. You make it work so it can be sustained yep. and keep going. So yep, oh, yeah, well, definitely. Girl, we hats off to you for that. It's, that's great. It's oh, brilliant. Cheers. Um, so then, has there been any sort of memorable moments or highlights of your career?
1: I uh, well, but, you know, I love the the, the kind of Cld journey stuff. You know, because it's all about you know being being an A and trying to go to B but maybe having a long journey getting there and it's all about what happens in between A and B. So I think where I am now is brilliant because um, one of the things I like about think about it in a CLD context, you know, th- there's not a huge amount of people that I'm meeting that are CLD qualified, but what I'm, meeting, I'm meeting millions of people who feel like they they are they are like all the CLD workers that I've ever met. So, you know, I just meet meeting loads of people who are like want to learn, want to be open minded, who are open minded, you're curious, you're reflective, um, who, who are maybe a bit like, you know, things have been the way they've been for a long time, should they maybe not challenge things more? um on lots of levels like on really kind of sort of strategic policy levels and on the work that happens on the ground as well so i i, I love that I'm, I'm meeting people i just feel i really feel a massive connection but and, and that connections through the that bit that i you know maybe always thought was just like a cld thing but it's not it's like clds everywhere and the values and the way i work in and and all the rest of it i can i can just see it every place and that that's magic because like ultimately the my cld background means a a huge deal to me like a massive deal to me so 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 that i just feel where i am is like the highlight of my career because again i think i'm in, in, in a position in this job to um work with people who can make change and collect, you know, I'm, I suppose all the work we're doing with the leadership network is, is, is collaborative, it's hugely collaborative, and really collaborative as well, and that's the, the way it should be, so I just feel like um, I'm completely where, where I should be, and I'm really happy and humbled to be doing what I'm doing, and um, it's just, I, feel, I just feel like a really lucky, a lucky person. So so yeah, definitely now where I am now. Oh,
0: brilliant. And, and it's it's great when you, you find that post and that position and project where you really do feel that real connection and that deeper connection because you know ultimately yep. you're going to be able to make real change and, and make a real yeah. difference in people's lives on a, yeah. a massive scale. Yep. And especially for if this yeah. is a national project as well, you're working towards yeah. and you're working on.
1: Something. Yeah. I, th- I think the, th- the thing as well, Connor, is what, I, I suppose it's not about me making change and that's maybe, um, it's like what, I, what I'm finding I'm able to do in my post is is en- encourage there to be routes for young people to make change, you know, through where I am, so that it's not like I'm making the change, but I'm maybe being able to facilitate the young people to make the change. That's the, that's the, the, the really exciting bit that you know I'm all about I keep saying you know I'm getting paid to not to no make decisions because why should I make be making decisions when this is all about young people with care experience and I'm an old guy without care experience so young people with care experience should be making the decisions about things it's so far and where we are on our journey with the leadership network that's what's happening um so for me to be a facilitator in that and just stand back and kind of watch young people do what they do brilliantly it's just it's the, the ideal situation for me, you know, the, it's that kind of ideally do myself out a job and young people do the job I'm doing. You know, that would be the ideal um, situation. So
0: Yeah, well, that's what you're working towards. That's what you're working I, towards. Yeah, you know, yeah, you've, you've, you've got these young people that are making the decisions and you've got your group of 10. So, do you know, how then in the next couple of years it develops. Um, yeah, which is great, man, and that's the, and that's the mm-hmm. thing that when I started, I was always told you workers are about doing yourself a job, so you need to,
1: uh-huh.
0: you need to work towards that because then once then they don't feel like they require the support anymore, you know, then that's when you're done Aye. with that cycle
1: and then you move yep. on. Where, where are Completely. you now? Needed to, um... Yeah, exactly, hundred percent, hundred
0: percent. No, that's great, man. I think it'd be. So just I suppose just for the podcast as well, we got connected just through Twitter. So it was mm-hmm. it was yeah. um, when YouthLink had um, it was the policy conference and they were talking yeah. about loads of different things. And there was we just had a wee interaction, I suppose, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'd, I tweeted just something just about sort of policy to see what people had fought, um, and you had responded. And I think back the question that I'd put up, it was something to do with. Um, I had, through my experience, it was, you never really sort of had the experience where nobody really sort of told you about, um, no one really told you about this is policy and you need to read it and it's sort of self-directed. So um, so I just wanted just to sort of see maybe
1: what you had thought about that conversation and
0: see where we could maybe try and explore it a bit.
1: Aye. I, I think like the kind of whole policy, I think the whole policy strategy stuff's dead interesting because it's like there and it's there for a reason. But if young people, if we're talking about the in the context of working with young people, young people aren't involved in designing that, shaping that, like in a meaningful way. I'm not meaning like a, a strategy written, a policy exists and young people go, read it and go, that is okay. It, it's got to be about like... <clears throat> You know, everything should be getting developed, you know. Um, I think all services and all projects and stuff. It has to be like the equal partnership from the start so that strategy and policy becomes better understood because young people are helping write it, if no writing at all, by a wee bit of support from from adults. It's like uh, you know, because there's so much, I think strategy and policy exists that's so completely meaningless to young people. Um and, and for some, that's maybe fair enough, and some maybe never want to know that, but the, you know, that people need to have the opportunity to to shape everything that's to do with decisions that affect them. So I'm thinking, you know, like, and I think in the CLD world, but, I, but we've always been about that kind of mentality, but like education, social work, health, that it should be, should be, integral. young people should be getting paid to be part of decision-making and planning and to the evaluation stage, everything or to me it's just like this is just professionals doing professional things and then there becomes a big thing between you know professional people and people who are not professional and I, I I don't like that either and it's I suppose why I'm really in authenticity because if you're yourself like I'm pretty much like talking to you it's like the same way I talk to my director the same way I talk to my kids the same way I talk to the young people at work where I'm you know I, I think to, I've not got a professional mask I put on. And I think that's all about that kind of stuff. It's like, really, if we're going to involve young people, which we should, let's really involve them and let's pay them. You know, if we're, we get paid to do jobs, you know, so if we're, we should be, things should be getting shaped by young people who are paid for their expertise to shape the things that have impact on them and their peers. So that's, aye, that's kind of. What I was banging on about in the, on Twitter you know, when we were having that chat. Um, aye. And I think it's just it's such a, it, it seems like,
0: see when you say it, it seems so obvious, you know, and then when we had that sort of chat and I was like, ah, you're right. Like, of course they should. Um, but it's also the, the thing that um, where, where I was coming from, it was, that was, it was that sort of thing that I'd sort of maybe mentioned just a wee bit earlier as well. It's it's that expectation that when you be sort of become full-time, it's like, I'm just supposed to understand policy and no policy. Yeah. And it's then um, when we're looking at sort of, I suppose, the, the the workforce, it was never really in my experience just sort of made aware enough to let go, you need to go in a way and read
1: Aye, do you do you know that I often think though like strategy policy, it's made to it's kind of made out to be something magical. I know you can't touch that because you you know you're not worthy to know about that. I think there's a bit a bit of that. It's that kind of um, hierarchy. Like I'm so anti hierarchy as well, and. um I really believe in flat hierarchy and people working to their strengths and challenging each other and you know collective thinking and collective decision making and all that kind of stuff. But I definitely think you know, lots of people when they hear the word the word um strategy or policy, they're like, Oh, well that's not really got anything to do with me. That shapes everything that we're doing. So why we're we not all involved in shaping it all? Do you know it just it's a simple thing, like a lot of the stuff in the CLD world, Connor? I think it's like you know there's so many kind of systems set up that are really complex and complicated. why? why are we not making things you know easy and easy to understand? It's like a lot of strategy and policies written by people earning a lot of money who are really well educated so that they can write things that a lot of really well educated people all understand whereas young people may be like and that's not putting down young people, a lot of staff you know why we just why do we not make things easy? to understand so that everybody can get on board. With what I just was at. so there's a, there's a bit of that. And I suppose what we are doing with the National Leadership Network is trying to do that, go, right, let's we can start this from the beginning. Let's do it in a equal, fair, just way. Young people front and centre, us at the back, where we belong, and let's bang on and try and do something good here.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. And I think it is, it's a really interesting one, I think, you know, that, that sort of, the the way that um, we we treat policy and we treat um, information like that because I think that there's people just like you mentioned that are they they write it it's in a certain way and it's difficult to understand and a mm-hmm. lot of it to be fair I found difficult to understand you know mm-hmm. as well that uh, I'm dyslexic uh, so a lot of it you sort of get told as well right you need to go and read this and you go and you've got this and however many yep. page document and you're aye
1: uh, what exactly? Why? Why? And
0: it's you know, so it's that. I think, I think what you said, you know, that's perfect. You know, making it simple, like, yeah. have, have the information that is you know, completely thorough. It's maybe that hard. More difficult to sort of maybe understand to read for your the yeah. average person, yeah. but definitely find a way that's simplified so that it's and more totally. people would engage in it then the more people yeah. would then accept yeah. it and no top at the idea you know Aye,
1: exactly, exactly. So one of the things like the, we we employed two consultants, that was never a plan. We, we met two people through um, the process of interviewing people for this panel. That, that we just went, oh, my God, these two young people are, like, more knowledgeable and more experienced in, in this world that I'm in now than I'll ever be. So they should be, you know, like, so I I went back to Life Changes Trust when my colleague Lisa and me were like, that we spoke to our director and said, these people kind of need to be consultants and they need to be directing what we're doing because they know way more than us. They're better connected than us. They, they've lived they've lived what they're talking about they know what they're doing so they they should be shaping everything and one one of the the people a guy called chris marshall who's a a, just um somebody i'm really delighted to come into my 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 life great guy he so he he was kind of consultant he's he's doing lots of stuff with us but very quickly he was when we were sending emails out that the, the, we thought you know I, I try to think about how i'm sending emails out and how how things are perceived by young people and stuff like that and he was immediately kind of going nah too much information in there put in bullet point you didn't need to say all that stuff and waffle on and try and explain but you just get it out da, da, da and and he's he's amazing he's just like so he's been probably he's been a really important uh, person in uh, the work that we're doing and it's like so nearly everything I do, it's like he's sitting on my shoulder and I'm like, all right, what would he think? And then I often change stuff dramatically. And it's always he, because he's always like, whatever we're talking about, from a strategic level stuff to, to, to whatever. He's like, what about the young people? What about the young people? What about the young people? And it's like, imagine young people are going to be looking at everything you do. Think about that. Think about that. And now that's like, I think now really ingrained in me. And I thought I was pretty good at that. And I suppose he's just made me stop and go, well, you could be better. And I was like, and I'm like, yeah, right. I'll try and be better. So, and again, that's like a young person just really um, directing what I'm doing. On on that simple level of sending emails, like he's doing it on a, on a on a far bigger level as well. But, you know, again, that's, it's not uh, 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 like I would, he is a professional person, but mm-hmm. he's, it's that, it's who he is as a young person and, and everything that he's about. And just because he's like, no, young people, young people, young people, it's influencing me hugely. And that's what it should be. And, you know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I, but that that's extremely, it's extremely reflective on you to take that on board, but then also put it into action as well. So it's it's easy to maybe especially like that thinking, so I thought I was actually quite good at that. But you know, I'm really taking on board what they're saying because that idea of that we can always get better is so fundamental to what we do. You know, we're never there's never a finished article.
1: Totally. And I think working with young people, young people can see through the nonsense and the you know they they they, they see they they can kind of see through you really quickly. So why why pretend you're the you know you get a job you don't know everything because you've got a job, far from it, you know, and it's that kind of lifelong long learning thing. We should just be always open to going, like, learning new things and learning, you know, new concepts and learning about lots of different things, but also learning about who we are and going, you know, we can always be better, of course we can. And I think when you when you meet people, and that would be young people, colleagues, whoever, and you trust them and you respect them, you should just take their feedback and go, Right. We've just done a workshop recently, and it's all about relationships. And one of the things that um, we were saying, and this is something that me and my colleague Lisa, when we first started, um, and this is stolen from training I went on, uh, and I just think it's really important. And I said to to my colleague Lisa, I "I think feedback's really important with each other, and that we should look at kind of giving each other feedback all the time about what we're doing, how we're doing and stuff. But take it as being a, like, feedback's a gift. So you, you, somebody gives you the gift you don't throw it back in their face if you don't like it you, you take it and you maybe just think about it and you know use it or don't use it maybe put that, that gift away or go actually that's a brilliant gift I'll use that so and that's where, where I think where me and my colleague Lisa have come from and our working relationship's brilliant because we're different I learn from her, she learns from me. We use our strengths because we, we're open about the things that we're better at than each other or and want to learn from each other and stuff like that. So so I, I don't think, you you know, if, you, if you're sitting in your job thinking you know it all, hmm, that's a, a bad way to be, I would be saying, I think.
0: Yeah, I, I would totally agree. I would totally agree. And I think that to take on board, especially sometimes... I think it's, some people do find it difficult, but it's something that I, I've always did similar to you. Like, can you listen to where the feedback is? And
1: Hi. do you
0: always agree? No, you don't always agree. But, you know, if somebody thinks that, then what do then the young people think? You know, so if, if, if your <laughs> colleague's telling you that, Telling yeah. you something that listen if you could do this yeah. thing that even if, if it, it could be a small thing just like the tone that you've used or yeah, you know, something you know and yep. um, in a certain scenario but if you don't bring it up and then you don't speak to the person about it then how are they ever going to be aware if you don't know that you're actively doing yep. it so it's yep. I, I totally agree feedback is so so important but it's it, you need to be in this especially in this career in this field you need to be yep. ready to listen to it and take it on aye aye, aye know, definitely definitely. Which, Stuff and that's something that I'm trying to learn as, uh, as a manager is um, really that that how often uh, how, well, how do we do it how's it constructive yep. all that sort of yep. stuff I'm, I'm I'm really learning how to do that yep. so that because it, it's different for individuals as well how they can receive it and how they take it all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff.
1: for sure
0: for sure what um, I'm trying to learn so I no, totally, yeah. totally. uh, um, yeah. you know totally totally Joe I saying I love about these podcasts as well because I totally end up thinking like a conversation like that's making me new go. The other day I said sort of, we had a, had a conversation with somebody and I maybe maybe was a bit harsh on it or maybe just came across maybe no great. So I maybe mm-hmm. something. So I know it's, it's good to always have these chats. Definitely. Um, definitely. Aye, so um so I saw so we'll just sort of move back on to maybe a couple of questions and then we we'll, have only got a few yeah. more and then we'll finish up if that's all right. So yeah, um that's cool. has there been any sort of challenges that um that you've had or any setbacks? And then if there was, what did you learn from them?
1: I would say the biggest setback I've had in my whole professional life has been myself, 100%. And that's been to do with a lack of confidence and um, maybe not being as brave as I should have been or could have been. um, So what I've learned from, I don't know. So I'm really, like, really reflective, I think, and I'm really aware of who I am. And I suppose then, and and I really so I think that kind of lack of confidence in other people, like I feel really in tune with that with other people, because um, it's taken me ages just to slowly become a more confident human being and be brave and to maybe challenge things that I, that I don't agree with and and stuff like that. So. Um, I, I think it's just I think it's just made me being like that. I can totally see that in other people, or I think I can see that in other people. So um, I that's that that that's been it. So I, the biggest setbacks always been myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know I think that you know and I, it's again a, a very a very reflective thing to also maybe understand that, and I think that the roles that we do is. It is, it's really really difficult and if there's certain mm-hmm. scenarios where confidence can be an issue but I think that if you the fact that you've recognised that and you understand that and you work with that that's amazing because mm. then it, it, you're then aware of how to then deal with that in certain situations
1: yeah. Yeah. Definitely. yeah
0: definitely totally man totally Um, so then where would you say CLD is just now and then how do you maybe
1: see it changing I wish CLD was more visible. I definitely yeah. feel feel it was more visible, and I've always thought that. And the more I'm kind of working kind of on this national level and meeting people and going, "You're really like a CLD worker. You're really like a CLD worker," I'm like, it's like we've missed a track like the CLD world, you know. Um, so I kind of wish there was kind of nationally things were were you know kind of recognition of how good a you know it's not the the. The poor brother or sister of anything. It's it's such a brilliant, a brilliant um, career to be in, and the 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 whole CLD world's amazing, full of amazing people who just really really want to do the best they can for people who can maybe benefit from it. Um, so I a bit a bit more of a, a, a kind of recognition and a, a being a bit more visible. Um, so I I, I think. It's, it's got me thinking, though, and uh, the whole, like, I suppose, thinking about this podcast and then also, um, what, can, what can I do? You know, I can, I can be like, oh, I should, there should be some organisation like doing this national. What can I do? So what I've what I've, I, I, I've definitely started to do is, um, like, when we we're doing uh, presentations about the National Leadership Network and what it's all about, I'm now kind of saying the, the CL, like we use, you know, um, it's like the CLD value base yeah, kind of youth work the uh, way I work in is what we do that's what, what we do so I, I kind of making sure that, I, uh, that, that I'm i talking to people about it but also I think I, I, I've met some some amazing folk who uh, met some folk in Perth there's, uh, there's one of my ex-colleagues uh, Pam Armstrong who I really rate as a person really curious wanting to learn what like you know reads loads um looks at things from different perspectives and there's people like her and ruth Kerricher uh from staff who i know you did a podcast with recently she's a cld background she's great she does really good work and the whole cld thing is really important to her there's a a guy i know uh called craig mccready who works for Celsius again cld background a brilliant guy just great mind really wanting to make change so I think there's maybe something about um the people like that that are really passionate and want uh maybe we should be all coming together a bit more and going well what can we do in our wee corner of the world but also maybe if we got together a bit more and how can we shine a light on 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 CLD because you know it's that thing you know you, you shouldn't just be waiting on you know waiting on the change we're always the change ourselves so um I don't know. There's there's maybe something in that. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think it's it's a really
0: a, I, I like the question because I think for it lets us sort of just think about where are we? You know, um, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. are we just now and I suppose in, in your own workplace but and also and at that sort of national scale. Like what are, what are we doing? Yeah. What can we do better? What can we do more of? It just sort of gets us thinking that wee bit extra, but um, I think that I'm, I'm good. And I, I think the idea of it being more visible is totally on point. You know, I yeah. think um, a lot of people understand youth work if you had to speak to folk just on the street. Um, but mm-hmm. I think if you had to say to them community learning and development or CLD, yeah. they would just look at you yeah. as if what you're talking about. So uh, um, I think... But that's,
1: a- I think... Sorry, Connor. I was just going to say, like, what you've done, and I know through chatting to you, you're doing this in your own time. You set this up yourself and it's such a CLD thing to do and you've done it. And, you know, I'm really glad I've met somebody like you and, um, you know, and, and I just think you'll, you'll end up interviewing, hopefully, like just lots of different, that whole, like what you're doing is brilliant, basically. And But you've just went, nobody's doing that. So... You know, I'm not going to wait on somebody to do it. I'll do it. So you're a brilliant example, and and, and the fact this podcast will hopefully be listened to by, by a good few folk. You know, you you you've been the change. It's totally brilliant. So fair play to you. Oh, thanks, man. I, I don't I don't I don't like compliments, so we're going to move on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but no, I do. I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. And, I, uh, I think that um, a part of this part of this is is also just that it's a. And you know, I don't need to sell the podcast on the podcast, you know. But it's the this it's a modern space for CLD for people to listen and learn Definitely. about journeys and and participate Definitely. in discussion and have that sort of space. So, um yep. aye, it's 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 a good gigging, but it's doing well. and We'll keep going. It so we well, also no oh, yeah. I, I appreciate that, man. I really do. Not at
1: um, all. Not at all.
0: So we'll just take you to the last question that we stick at the end of um, all the podcasts. So it's just um, what advice would you give to someone looking to start a career in CLD? I would say do it. I
1: suppose I don't, you know, I would just definitely say do it because you know what the thing as well, I think the CLD journey, like a lot of maybe professional journeys can take you anywhere, but I definitely think Um, you'll never know where you're going on the CLD journey at all you know it's such a people centred thing that people will take you end up you'll be influenced by young people and colleagues and that whole thing like you know I'm in a a world all to do with care experience and not specifically to do with youth work but everything I'm doing is CLD and about youth work Mm -hmm. so it's that thing that and I think there's going to be more of that that there's probably going to be more roles I think in due course and over time where they want people like us they'll be looking for people like us who are good with relationships who are understand people who you know are uh, happy to challenge the norm and upset the status quo and all that kind of stuff so so I I think it's like with the National Leadership Network, I don't know where it's going because it's not up for me to be going right. In five years, we're definitely going to be there. It's up to young folk to take me on a journey as well. So it's that thing. It's like it's in the CLD world, you should never really know where you're fully going and be prepared for that and be on board with that. So I, I, I would advise anybody who's who's really good with, with people, I think. And um, aye, if you think you can make a change in a creative, interesting, fun, fun, definitely, way, go on and do this. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, brilliant, well, man, definitely, definitely. It's amazing that they, um, everybody says do it. I love it. It's so good. Man. It's so oh, good. Totally, um, totally. No, brilliant, man. So thanks again for coming on. Where, where can people get you on social media or anything like that? If they want to get a wee chat
1: or anything? Um, National Le- Leadership Network, um, it's at YPCE Leadership on Twitter. Um and through through Life Changes Trust, who, who I'm working with just now, but obviously that's going to change because we're going to move to another organization uh, next year. So um
0: No, brilliant. So um Magic Man, listen, thanks so much for joining us today. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Pleasure, that.
1: Connor. A real well, pleasure. Really good to talk to you. Cheers, man. Okay. Right. I'll pause the recording now. All right thanks very much
0: Gary for joining us on this week's CLD Talks it was a great conversation it was really good just to get to know you and all the work that you do for more information on CLD Talks it'd be great if you could follow us on Twitter at CLD Talks where you can get kept up to date with all information on future podcasts and participate in the conversation about this one thanks very much see you next time